Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. It's fun to talk to people in the community um, and uh, have them share what they think. You're going to hear interviews from four ladies. We've got Kirsten will be the first, Kim's next, Tracy, and Linnea will be last. So enjoy. How are you, Kirsten? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Hey, thank you for being willing to share your love-hate relationship with me. <laughs> Absolutely. So I know a lot of people have this love-hate relationship for running, and I wanted to get a few people on why and what has changed it uh so when did you start running and why I started about eight years ago and um a lot of it was I had a lot of anger and depression and I needed an outlet okay all right so anger and depression did where did you get the idea of starting it um I was doing weightlifting before and I just wasn't getting I mean I was getting the endorphins but just I wasn't getting that feeling of like accomplishment if that makes sense yeah yeah it's definitely well they're different they're you know one's yeah different than the other one there's kind of a freedom I know with for me that I get with running and um, I like that you mentioned anger and depression because really it is kind of my run running is my therapy I'm not kidding yes absolutely absolutely so so describe this love-hate relationship that you have with running I'm so getting started, honestly, is the hardest part for me just to get started. And then that first mile, I feel like once I get past that first mile and during that first mile, I have to constantly tell myself, just get to the second mile and everything will be fine. So really, it's just all about getting started. And then like on long distance runs, I have to sit there and tell myself, you know, after 10 miles, I'm like, girl, you just did 10. Come on now. Like, <laughs> like keep going. You got this, you know. <laughs> I love that you say it that way because I totally talk to myself like that. Girl, (laughs) you do it. Like, you know, because I've explained this before, but you sort of have a devil and an angel on your shoulder when you're running sometimes. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but it's that will. I think what's great about running and something is that there's a total accomplishment you get in it. You know, if you say, hey, I did a marathon, everyone's like, oh, you know, that's obviously recognizable as a hard accomplishment. That means something, which is great. Yes. And I do think that a lot of people can, I remember, I have literally run, I was a 5,000 meter runner in college and I've literally run hundreds of 5,000 meters, but every first mile is like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Can I do this? And it seems like the habit that I feel a little of the first mile but then I get into it and I'm doing just fine and I've done it so many times before of course I can do it three miles isn't that far right but yes it is kind of that oh uh you know it takes a little while for the body to like be ready for it I think sometimes yes absolutely so um when you said getting started back in running is that like after having kids or is that just every time you run Um, after having kids. So this, the first time I started running, I had my two boys, they're 15 and 14. And now I've just recently started back in January, this January, Mm -hmm. I just had two girls back to back. So, wow. (laughs) So I I can completely relate to, and I think other people listening in can relate to this is it is harder, you know, obviously when you've usually have weight to lose uh it isn't as easy to run and often it's okay to walk run when you start or start on the elliptical you don't have to like go 
full on running when you first start, especially coming back from having babies. Cause like your ligaments are loose and yeah. But so how do you get yourself like getting, getting back into after babies? Um, so my, my first time was really hard. Um, with the boys, actually, that one was actually pretty easy because I've never run before. Oh, I didn't have an expectation if that makes sense. Yeah. The second time was really tough because I knew where I was before I had the babies and I was really frustrated with my body because it wasn't doing what, you know, I, I expected it to, to do a little bit better. You know, (laughs) I didn't expect to run 20 miles, like right off the gun, but I couldn't even walk one mile. So I was really frustrated. <laughs> That's well, um, and take us to the place you were before you got pregnant, right before you had. So before I had the babies, I was actually training for a marathon and I was up to, I was doing half marathons. Um, I was running 13 miles every weekend mm-hmm. just on the trail by my house. Um, and so I was doing half marathons and then I got the idea of, why don't I do a full, you know, halves are starting to seem a little bit easy. Let's make it a little bit more challenging. No, people listening are going, whatever. Like, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, it can be, I love that you're saying that because you work up to it and it's like, I can, yeah. you know, and you did. Yeah. And I was doing it every weekend. No joke. Every Saturday I was out there doing 13.1 miles, same route. So yeah. it, it became pretty easy. And then I found out I was pregnant about two months in, um, training for it for the full marathon. So, so, so you are used to like, Hey man, I've been able to do all these miles and now you're going, I yeah. be, and now I can't do one mile. So. Yeah. I can't even walk one mile. It's, I couldn't even walk a half a mile. I was so frustrated. <laughs> it, it definitely seems like our mind like remembers where we were and totally thinks, Oh yeah, I can do it. But then our body like thinks differently. It's like, no, I don't think yes, so. it's a constant battle. Honestly, even like during your run, it's a constant battle. So really is and I think that's okay for people to understand because you know a lot of people think runners are kind of crazy that we love to do but I mean love is a strong word and hate is a strong word and I think we kind of bounce between the two with running yes let's talk about what is there what in your opinion is there to love about running and what is there to hate oh gosh love I love the endorphins I get I love how I feel even just after a mile Mm-hmm. I love the feeling of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. My husband always tells me he can tell when I haven't run for the day. Oh, I'm like so grouchy. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll watch the kids. You go on a run. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he knows I need those endorphins in order to survive the day. Cause my, my saying every day is if I can run one mile, I can seriously do anything that day. Oh, I love that. You know, so, like I have my best my best thinking on the run you know once you get past the first right then we kind of get into that mode where like we're feeling all right and our head is clear and we think really well and into place you know everything seems to make more sense so I love that what is there I mean I hate to talk about what people you know what people hate about running but the truth is things are hard not everything is easy with running what are the things difficult with running Oh my gosh. Uh, right now I'm still recovering from St. George marathon and my quads are <laughs> so mad and my calves. And there were things that since it was my first and my first time on that course, you know, I, I trained, but obviously I didn't train for everything. 
Mm-hmm. So I am hating my lower half right now. <laughs> and downstairs is like, oh. <laughs> yes, I actually just stayed upstairs for the last three days. Today is the first day I've been able to go back downstairs. <laughs> and movement is good. And, um, but yeah, that's a, it's a downhill. So that's kind of tough. So, but yeah, recovering or, um, you know, I've, I remember getting my husband running for a while and he's like, when does it become fun? And I'm like, well, it's fun when it's over. <laughs> yeah. Stopped, and I feel like finding the right equipment too, like shoes. Oh. Cause I was actually starting to hate it. Cause I couldn't find the right shoes. I was getting blisters all over my feet. And so that's when I went to Striders and, and found the shoes that I wear now. Mm-hmm. But man, I got to tell you, getting on the treadmill with blisters on my toes all the time because I just needed to, I, I really hated it. I did not look forward to it during the day. So once I found the right equipment. Yeah. And then you're not in pain because running is painful enough, but yeah, good pain too. I mean, we need some sort of stress. We need some push in our life. We need a little bit of pain, but not pushing past, you know, too much pain or constant pain. I think that's another thing. So I like that you mentioned that shoes. And also I know as a coach for me, like having people not go too many miles too soon, like easing in so your body can adapt. You know. Yes. Yes. And I've loved learning like nutrition, like how to feed and fuel my body for it. Like, I feel like I've gotten so much more knowledge mm-hmm. from running than I ever have. Yeah. And it's, it's what I love about it. And, you know, you having just done a race is, you know, when you're, when you're just out there running uh, for exercise, that's one thing, but I particularly love to get people training for something because it's like a different kind of focus. Would you? Yeah. I think you learn more nutritionally. Yeah. I mean, your focus is completely different. Your focus is on a goal. And so I think that's really good. So even though there are some negatives, you still run. Why? why I it's in my life it's my therapy it's my go-to I love like it's a sport where it's a goal against yourself you know yeah absolutely it is it is you against you and making yourself if you can make yourself better than yesterday that's what it's all about right yes absolutely me against the clock that's how I look at it when I'm doing races so well thank you so much for sharing your um your thoughts on it you bet have a good day you too kim hi Hi. (laughs) so um i'm gonna start us off a little differently this time i think i want to let's go right into i know that you started with swimming you went into cross country um that's kind of how you got started now did you first when you first started running i mean i know that you did it sort of as, as as dry land training for swimming did you like hate it when you started or what was your thoughts on running? Oh, yeah. I mean, we hated running. We were swimmers <laughs> and running was like a fish trying to. <laughs> yeah. Fish yeah. out of water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you kind of stuck with it cause you, you were telling me before that you needed a PE credit. And so you, you, um, you know, you didn't think you could run any more over two miles. Is that. Yeah. But, I would go. But... <laughs> I would go probably about two miles and then turn around and walk back. <laughs> you loathe it. I mean, you had to have it for a PE credit. Yeah. You're kind of like, I'm getting through this, right? That was like, I'm getting through it. So what changed that relationship for you? So that was high school. Um, I'm sure some things have happened since then. 
Yeah, it was after, you know, in college I ran some, you know, trying to lose the freshman 15 and, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then after I got my first job, I just, I had time after school or after work, <laughs> not school. Um, and so I started, I thought, oh, I'll start running again. And um, I had still like, I, there was a lap that was about three miles and that was kind of my limit and it was painful and <laughs> I hated it. But then I got through a, a wall um, mentally. I feel like it was three or four miles that I realized, oh, I just have to get stronger. And then this is, it's doable. Like I, and it feels good to run. So it was like three or four miles for you, but so you really started to lose, you wanted to lose weight. That's why you started running like later in college. Is that right? Um, yeah, probably. Or just to be healthy. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Well, why not do swimming again? Or why not? Why did you choose running? Curious. So that's a good, great question, actually, because running, I've been, you know, through pregnancies, that's always been the first thing that I try to start to do again. Um, because it's so convenient and easy because I can throw on shoes and go right out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to get your bag and go to the pool and yeah. get wet and shower. and everything. It's a pain to swim. I mean, I, I loved it and I gotten back into swimming at times too, but running is just a lot more. You don't have to drive anywhere. Although now I do because I like to trail run, Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. I don't don't have to worry about getting wet yeah so have you ever done a triathlon I have good so you run how was the cycling um I love road biking I got into road biking um when was it about it was after I did um trained for a half marathon and I thought, you know, I, I swim, I should road bike too. So I bought a road bike and um, loved it. Once I got back, we lived um, just on a great road on Wasatch, near Wasatch to be able to go long distances. And So you still run though, even though you, you, you love swimming, it takes a little more time. Cycling, you love. Um, and, but running is just a little more convenient still, would you say, or? Yeah, I'd say running is the most convenient, most bang for your buck. Like I can run for 30 minutes and feel like I've gotten a good workout in cycling. I feel like I have to put in an hour. I agree. I, I noticed that when I first started cycling, it's like, cause it's sort of easy in a way. Uh, yeah. climbing hills, it's kind of like unless you put it in a really hard gear or something, then you're burning out the legs. But like, for the most part, it seems pretty easy, except on your sit bones. <laughs> that hurt. Yeah. That's, that's... yeah. The heart rate, it just doesn't get as high as quickly. I like that. Uh, you have some good reasons here why to run. I mean, definitely because it's convenient and, and you get a lot more bang for your buck. And that's what I've told people too. I, you burn a lot more calories quicker. Um, I think, um, but then there's that, component where you have to ease into training and not hurt yourself so um 
you still choose to run, why would that be? I mean, do you still hate it? Do you still, I mean, what are you, what are your thoughts towards running? Uh, well, I, this year was the beginning of a new chapter of running for me because <laughs> it's, it's been on and off again. We've, you know, gone through moves a few times and kids um, and injuries. And I started running this year because I had an elbow injury and I couldn't climb or biking was even hard because putting weight on the handlebars. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, I started, I had to start with walking cause even walking was a little hard on my arm. Like yeah. it's like walking with that bent elbow. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, it was, but it was really all I could do. <laughs> so I started walking 10 minutes on the treadmill and, uh, eventually, started to add in a minute of running mm-hmm. and then that just I increased that increment each time and then I got up to my three mile barrier that I hit and I thought okay I'm gonna put in my app um, a training program for a, a 10k just to give myself a goal and and then that t- turned into um, putting in the half marathon training program and I started running on the trails and realized oh this is this is great this is beautiful and um way more (laughs) enjoyable than running on the road so that's Mm -hmm. why I'm running now just because I love getting out on the trails um and I don't run I only get on the trail about once a week um I usually do two road runs but so you do the variety. Yeah, I do the two road ones because it's convenient and I have 30 minutes to get out and go get some running in. But um, that it take one day to really go enjoy a nice long run on the trail. I like that because you get the variety. I think um, so many people get burnt out of running because it's such it's such a repetitive thing. And um, it's also hard on the body if you're just doing, you know, one plane of motion which mostly we're in the frontal plane but if you can kind of incorporate some other movement it's going to keep you healthier I think so yeah yes I can feel that my body using more muscles um more core muscles when I'm on a trail yeah I can appreciate that a lot of ankle strength and it it is nice to get it out in nature and like smell that fresh air coming from the trees you know and everything um so i do if people are listening in they haven't done a trail run before give it a try i mean usually you need your shoes and i do have an episode where i talk about like getting getting started on trail running so that might be worth a listen what are are some oh sorry go ahead oh i said i have listened to that actually oh did you i hope it was helpful it was because i just you know as i said i just started trail running this year this summer yeah Yeah. there's a few things to know but a lot of it it's funny because i think sometimes we wait until everything's perfect to try something new but we it's never going to be perfect you just have to do it Um, there's a lot of peace in just action just going for it you know even if you don't maybe have the perfect shoes but there is you know safety things to think about so definitely listen to that if you haven't um but also i wanted to ask you what is your what is what are some goals that you have for yourself what are for running like you've done a half marathon have you done a marathon yet 
I haven't. Um, and I've considered, because I, I literally just finished the half marathon training program this week. I did my own level half. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, because you're, so you're sort of, you know, maybe it's too early to think about a full. Um, but I thought, yeah, I mean, well, two runs ago, my long run I was 15 miles. And um, I thought I could totally do a full marathon. I feel like I could get myself to that point with, with, it's such a slow t- process. Like you can't rush it. You don't need to. Um, the body needs time to adjust and get stronger and it's not I don't like to make it a quick thing but I feel like felt like oh yes I feel like I can get to that point but um, but I also love um, mountain biking and snowboarding as well and I think that's completely fine no I've had people hire me that are like I really love to hike and I know you hike. Can I still do, you know, marathon training with hiking? And while you need to do some specific training for the most part, why not, you know, snowboard and, and, and do the things that you love, because I think that's what it's all about is enjoying. If you get to the starting line, you know, happy, you're going to do better as long as you've got those long runs and there are some important things, but why not have fun, right? Why not have a exercise? Yeah, so going into the winter, I'm trying to evaluate myself and think what what can I do <laughs> when it's so cold? Um, what will I be able to be consistent at? Um, and what do I want to be able to do in the spring, come spring? Like, do I want to be ready to like do something early in the spring? I don't know. Yeah, well, um, I think the winter training see and this is i guess where you know the love hate relationship kind of changes one it changes you know if you're training for something and it's interesting i worked at expo booth at the salt lake marathon or the uh, st george marathon recently for the salt lake marathon but i um talked to people there you know and i said you're ready for your race and a lot of them were like oh this is my last marathon you know they yeah. <laughs> the point where their mileage was high and they're tired of the long training because marathon training takes a lot of work, you know, but they were there there. And then there were others that were like, I'm so ready, you know, like um, it was interesting to kind of see that dynamic, but sometimes we, you know, we can get burnt out. And then that's when we start to have that hate relationship with running. And I think that's why I love that you are incorporating so much variety. I do that too, because I don't want to hate running, you know, I want to enjoy it. But if I get to a point where, you know, there are days where you have to discipline yourself to do it. And then there are days when it's okay to just do something different. And especially if your body's feeling it, it's okay. You can still get to your goal without actually having to run. But when winter time, and that's, that's where a lot of people I know, um, I had somebody at that booth say, well, you know, I was trying to get people to sign up for an April race. And I'm like, well, I do not run in the winter. This was insane. Yeah. Right. So they're like, I don't even, but they were from like Orem or something. And I'm like, okay, the snow, it is harder. So what are your thoughts or what do you do, I guess, in the winter? And I guess it depends on what you're, if you're training for something, but how do you stay fit in the winter? Um, well, I did, I started in January with my, my walking mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I did that on a treadmill. So I'll probably revert a lot back to the treadmill 
for those 30 minute runs. And then I'll probably just try to bundle up and still do one outside, my long run outside a week. And that's good. I think the variety is really nice. You know, some people call it the dreadmill. So that might be. <laughs> I put in a good audiobook, and that keeps me distracted. What's nice is it does keep you safe. Like if it's slippery. Um, and then if you have, if you, there are people that have the bathroom issues, you know, maybe that's why they don't like running. And yeah. with the treadmill, obviously you can get off and go if you have to, which is kind of nice. If you still, some people love to run and then they have that problem. So there's some bonuses to, you know, getting it done that way. But well, well, there's I, a nice variety to the impact. The impact is different on your joints. Yeah. It's more cushiony or even uh, when I start people, you said, you know, you started walking, but I like to have people start on the elliptical a lot because it mimics the run movement without the impact, which is really important. You know, if they're getting started and they don't, you know, maybe have weight to lose, you want to just kind of keep it a little easier on the joints. Elliptical is a good way to start. So, yeah. uh, but it is a lot of bang for the buck. And I think that's, you know, ultimately we want people out there doing it and doing it healthy and I love that you talk a lot about the variety because it's so good to incorporate that. But thank you so much for your time today for talking to us and sharing your your love-hate relationship with running. And it sounds like you're still doing it. So the um, the good things outweigh the bad, right? So that's good. Yes. Well, I didn't, I feel like I didn't even mention the hate part too much, but I, I have always, I have started and stopped running a dozen times probably. So why did you stop running? Um, because either I burnt out, I got to my goal and I finished or, um, life got in the way and I got lazy or I got, I had kids, yeah. but starting out again always is a hate, the hate part for me because it is hard and it is, it's hard to breathe. Your body hurts. Um, and you're, you can't appreciate the good feeling you can get from running until you have put in enough effort to get to that point. <laughs> so, so, you know, people listening in, it's like, keep working. I mean, I think you said got it. <laughs> you'll get there. Yeah. Three to four miles. That's your magic. You know? Yeah. And so I guess it's okay to, to be in that relationship where you hate love it because there's so many benefits and that's, I think why we go back to it. But it's hard. And so, and I guess hate's a strong word. Yes. Um, you know, certainly, I think sometimes reframing it in a different different way can make it a more enjoyable thing. Because if, you, if you're saying to yourself, I hate this, I hate this, it's not enjoyable at all. But if you're, if you're looking at, I Just know. Say, this is hard. Yeah. Hard get, okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So anyway, thank you so much. And I appreciate you sharing your, your thoughts. Yeah, thanks. Have a great day. You too. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. So I was good. happy that I wanted to participate because I know when I knew you way back when, I don't remember running. So <laughs> it's awesome to, to find out that you have picked it up. So uh, tell us, yeah, tell us how you got started. I think you said you ran a little bit with your dad and then you you did all kinds of sports and you wouldn't really run. And so tell me why you wouldn't really run, I guess is where we should start. To me, it just wasn't something enjoyable. Like my dad did marathons growing up and he ran, I remember running the track at like four years old. And, you know, he would tell me stories about how I was beating people on the track and I, I could do it. And I just, 
lost the interest and there was other sports that were more interesting to me. Running was just kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. I didn't like repetitive. So that's why I kind of jumped into other sports and then picked it up later. So, and then, um, you know, you told me that you picked it up later, um, just dealing with stress and anxiety, um, like 11 years ago. And is that still why you run now is like for that mental relief or, Yeah, it's for that mental relief. Also, there, I mean, there were some selfish reasons. My daughter was young and wouldn't uh, take naps. And so when my older kids got home, um, she wouldn't go down for naps at all. And so I'm like, well, how can I get her to like take a nap? So I would just kind of put her in the stroller about an hour before the kids got out of school. And I just kind of started with walking and then I started with running and then started to kind of enjoy it. I'm like, Oh, wow, I can get a lot done. And look, I got all my calories and, you know, ran for the day. Like, this is great. You can get a ton of cardio in a short amount of time. So yeah, I picked it up that way and then just stayed with it. So I don't know, kind of made it more fun for me to run. I kind of started doing like my own milestones and, you know, yeah, things to kind of make it enjoyable. But yes, it was also for stress and anxiety, you know, as I went through a divorce and then, um, a lot of life changes. It was just easy to be able to get out there and run for an hour and just kind of let things go and leave it there and then come back home and kind of face what I was needing to face. So it's kind of been a good stress reliever for me over the last pen, past 10 years as well. So well, good. Um, so you tell me you like to mix it up in your training and like keep it fun for yourself. Tell us about that. Cause I know people listening. Are- <laughs> yeah. Never love running, probably, but maybe we can have a chance. <laughs> yeah. So at a school I was working at, they they knew I ran, and so they asked if I would coach cross country. I'm like, well, I've never done it, but I'll do it. And there, I can't remember the name of the book that I got, but it was for coaching and specific for cross country coaches. Uh-huh. And in one of them, they had a run that was called the Bubble Gum Run, and I'm like, oh, that's a great run. We have a four miler coming up for the kids, and Walmart's like a two mile distance away. So I'm going to have them do a bubble gun run. So I gave them all a quarter and had them run up to the Walmart two miles away. And they had to get a piece of bubble gum out of those old little, you know, machines that have the little twirly bubble gum things okay. that go down and they had to bring it back. Okay. Well, they all came back with their quarters. I'm like, what in the world do you guys do? And they said, well, um, we learned you could just take the top off the bubble gum machine and then just take as many bubble gum things as you wanted out. Oh, no. Here's your quarterback. <laughs> so I'm like, what? But that was kind of like a great way to, we kind of mixed it up and doing fun things like that. And I would go out with them on runs after that. Like I didn't go let them go by themselves anymore, but we started to build in some really fun things. And I started to find I was enjoying it, you know, doing different trails or, um, you know, for hill climbs, we had races, you know, so now when I'm by myself, I kind of race myself or, you know, just kind of fun, different things that kind of build in. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to run. There's a place a couple of miles away from me that I'm like, you know, I'm going to stop and have breakfast and then I'll come back, <laughs> kind of jog it back. Um, yeah, before we're, I'm about to yeah. the rec center. And so I run to the rec center, swim and then run home. I've done that before and it breaks it up. It's fun that way too. Yeah, it's hard. I used to also take my daughter up the canyon and we'd stop halfway through and she would get out and kind of play in the water because she would get kind of tired of, you know, sitting in the stroller for that long. So we'd play and I'd make sure I was still walking. So I was staying warm and then put her back in and we'd run home. So, I mean, there's ways you can still make it fun and, and be able to kind of chop up your run a little bit, but still make it enjoyable. So we've, I've done things like that, you know, but most of the time it's just kind of you know, because a lot of times it is, it's kind of a, oh, I only have an hour and I've got to get this run in and, you know, yeah, and this time well, in. So, 
yeah. Nice to be time effective. I remember when my kids were little and we they'd take swim lessons and so I would just go swimming while they were in their lesson. And a lot of the other parents would just, you know, chat on the side or whatever, which is really loud in there. You can't really hear each other. So you're yelling at each other. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to get something out of this <laughs> instead of just stand there. And when my kids were little, little and they were in soccer, I'd run around the field whether they're playing soccer or, you know, just for practice because you just sit there and watch. I mean, uh, you know, you've got to be effective, I think. And so you get a lot of bang for your buck with running, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I said, the cardio, and I think you, you have so many different workouts you can do. And now with like the watches and things, it's fun to like, okay, I'm going to try to PR my (laughs) five mile. And I've heard too, a lot of times, like when it gets repetitive, I'll reset my watch settings so that I'm kind of starting fresh and I'm not seeing my old times. I'm starting my times fresh, especially if I have an injury or have to stop, you know, I have a couple of weeks where I'm like, I can't get out. Like I want to, I'll reset everything and kind of start fresh so that I'm not feeling like I'm picking up where I left off and, you know, getting frustrated if I'm not going as fast as I want. So there's a lot of things you can do to make it fun and enjoyable and still a lot of hard work, but it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, do you believe it when people say they actually love running? (sighs) I don't know. Probably. I think there are some people that absolutely love it. I do feel like that adrenaline high. I do not love my first mile and I hate my first two miles in the winter because I just feel like they're just dread. It's dreading. Then you kind of feel like you have, you know, that time where like, oh, I have a couple miles. I feel really good. And then, yeah, then you're like, okay, I just want to get home. (laughs) So I think that's always been that way. But, you know, I I would say I, I like it. You know, I've stuck with it this long and it's probably the one sport I've stuck with just as long as I have some of the others. So why do you think that is? Um, I think because it's really easy to fit into a busy lifestyle. You know, I, I do have a very busy lifestyle. Like you said, I was like you, I, Hey, it's, it's a time I can go fit in a run while the kids are practicing. You know, I've got 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a lot easier to incorporate. I'm not having to leave my children all the time. You know, a lot of times I'm right there still with them and just running, um, or taking them with me. So it's, it's easy that way. I think to incorporate that into your lifestyle. So you say you don't necessarily love running, but you, you like the benefits, I would say, maybe of running, I would say, would you agree with that? Yeah, I love the benefits and I'm competitive. So for me, it also, I don't like workouts if I'm not being competitive or if there's not some competitive thing that keeps me going back to it. So I feel like running offers that competitive edge where, like I said, a lot of times you can do so many different types of workouts or I'm going to do hill climbs today, or I'm going to go run the track today and, you know. Which stuff is, like that well it keeps you from getting burnt out too so let me ask you this so I, I I understand that competitive spirit because that's kind of what makes me having had done it for so many years and competitively it's really me being competitive with myself not necessarily others but I like to see what I can do and I like the idea that you mentioned the PRs and stuff so let me ask you this you probably have this too I'm just probably guessing I have course records you know for my own routes that I run mm-hmm commonly I have little like records for that I don't know if you do that no I'm not that competitive (laughs) (laughs) myself you know but it's kind of fun uh to to like see what your fastest time on a loop is that you've done before um actually I did that before I had kids and then uh because we've lived in the same house and so I've been able to beat those times and that it kind of is an encouraging thing because you know, after kids, a lot of people slow down. And so for me, being able to get back to the times I was before I had kids was 
like, oh, okay, you know, it just made me feel a lot better. And it was in the exact same course or route, you know, so I knew it was accurate. And it was me against me, which is was kind of encouraging. So, if, you know, you're listening in and maybe there's an idea for you if you want to measure your route. And yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That, I'd also say too, I think that's also been the thing that's kept me in running as I've gotten older too, is that I, like you said, you're competing with yourself and I don't do a ton of races just because it's really hard to fit those in. But you know, there's times where I'm like, I've got two hours. I'm just going to go run, you know, 10 miles, you know, a half today. I'm, I'm going to go do that and see where I land. And so you're competing against yourself. And as I get older, that's, that's something that is an appeal to me because I'm not having to compete against people who are younger than me or feeling like I have to push myself harder some days than I know I should be pushing myself. So that's been an appeal to that too. So that I pace myself and I get to compete myself I like with that. myself. Yeah. And you don't have to compete like absolutely. I mean, I think com- competition, what I like about competition, why I always encourage at least my athletes, obviously they usually are hiring me to train them for something. It's just a deadline that doesn't move. You know, you mm-hmm. are kind of, Ooh, I better, you commit to something and people, when they pay a little bit for something, they're like, Oh, you know, I don't want people to see me do bad. So it does push them sometimes um, more than maybe they do on their own, but I like it. And I think it's inspiring that you'll push yourself regardless of racing or not. It's really just an, it's just for you. And I think that's what I love about running is that it is time to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and I, it was absolutely at all selfish for you to run. And I mean, you were finding a way to manage that child and also get something in it for you. And it's just so good for your mind, at least for me, I think so. Well, and it's a good example for your kids too. I think it's always been a good example that none of them have chosen running. Like all of them have chosen different sports and things that they enjoy, but the kind of motto in our house is I don't care what you do for physical activity but you're going to do something and they've seen from a young age that that's something that I've carved out and that I do for me and that you know that's kind of an expectation that they'll find something that they love and will keep active with and that's the most important thing is you find something that will keep you active and that you'll continue to enjoy so I love that that's my philosophy my kids don't run either (laughs) (laughs) like no and I'm not going to make them. I, they have their own thing as long as they're active. Um, you know, there's lots of ways to enjoy fitness. It doesn't have to be running. Uh, running is, I, I do find, I do triathlon, so I do other sports too. But I find running is the most bang for the buck in terms of weight loss and things. Yeah. Um, also, the, you have risk of injury if you don't ease in. So definitely be smart with it. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing your ideas and your insight. You're welcome. Good well, to hear from you again. <laughs> so, so way, way back. So it's absolutely. Great well, maybe I'll have to go on a run sometime. Absolutely. Totally. We'll do it. <laughs> okay. We'll see ya. Thanks so much. Tracy. Okay, thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, I'm glad you're, con- we're able to connect. Um, I loved your story. Um, when you told me that you wanted to be a firefighter since you were eight and then you were, hired on as a hotshot which is way cool wildland crew you know physical fitness is a big part of that job and you pretty much it's part of your job if you don't do it you're not gonna keep your job is that right oh 100 percent. yeah so yeah, the the crew is made up of uh, a lot of young a lot of young guys and girls and that's all it's that's all it's based on is your physical fitness really Mm-hmm. So is that, that's sort of how you were introduced to trail running, would you say? Definitely. 
I, I had been a swimmer and a water polo player my whole life. I was always in water sports, but I wanted to be a firefighter and I saw a job opening and on the job opening, it mentioned, okay, well, you need to maintain a certain level of fitness, which includes uh, hiking and running. So I started running like three miles a day on flat, flat surface. And I thought I was going to be pretty prepared for what I was in for. And I was blown away. <laughs> I was not prepared. Trail, right? It was trail. What'd you right? say? Did you ha- were you tested on the trail? Yeah, like our third day at work, after finishing a bunch of paperwork, um, our crew superintendent were going for a run. I was like, okay, this is my time to shine. And we headed out of crew camp, and we hit this trail, and it went straight up for about five miles. And I was I was destroyed at last. Um, I could barely breathe. Choking down iron. And um, mm. after that, we just we ran back to the station, and from then on out, every single day, we would do a PT, which is physical training. For two hours a day and it was either power hiking with a 45 pound pack running these trails and the rest of my crew everyone was young like young 20s and I was the only girl and I was about 24 so I was actually one of the older people on my crew mm-hmm. and everyone else on the crew had been doing cross country or they'd had running in their in their previous fitness um, and I was really far behind. And mm-hmm. the way it worked on the crew was if you came in last too many days in a row, you were going to get cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you pushed it. You had to push it. Yeah, I would show up at crew camp at 3 a.m. and run for like an hour and a half in the morning to get extra miles in. Then I would stretch, drink a ton of water. And then we'd do our PTs, and it took me about six months before I wasn't dead last. So I was putting in extra miles to try to catch up to the rest of the crew. And I treated my time on the hotshot crew basically like it was my Olympic event every single day. I would Mm -hmm. go home from crew, stretch, eat, go to bed early, wake up, and do it all over again. Did you, like, hate it? I mean, I, I absolutely, the work that we got to do, I mean, it was my favorite chapter in the fire service. I, I for a municipal department and I miss wildland. It was incredible. I mean, it, the scenery that I got to see, the fires that I got to experience, the camaraderie on the crew, it was all just incredible. I mean, I was scared. I was, it was my job every day. Um, but now it's a beautiful chapter in life. That's great. Then, um, so you, you, would you say you kind of fell in love with running trail running and like, how do you feel about it now? At the time I, well, so after I left crew, I got hired with the municipal department and I went through a really, really dark period of life. Uh, the fire service wasn't what I hoped it would be. And I was in a new area. I had no friends. Um, everything was different. I moved out of my comfort zone, left my family. The weather was different. The scenery was different. And 
I needed an escape from work because I was really overloaded with what was going on in my life. And it just so happened that that winter that I moved to this new area, it was cold and it was raining and I wasn't used to so much dark. And the only way I knew how to escape was to get out on the trails and just run. And I was running in the rain, in the mud, and I was running to decompress. And sometimes I'd run until I couldn't cry. It was it was a really depressing period of my life. Mm. And before I knew it, I was running 14 miles, 22 miles on the trail by myself. And I ran like that for a couple of years. And then I turned 30 and I for myself, like my own personal goal. So I decided to get into ultra, ultra marathons. And then it just took off from there. And that's mm-hmm. when I really found a it became more of a passion and less of mm-hmm. like therapy. Mm-hmm. When did that, like, was there a real, like a run that you just, you kind of discovered that that happened for you or was it just over time? Um, well, I discovered that I could really regulate my emotions through running. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said earlier, I, sometimes I would run until I couldn't cry And it was like a way of numbing out what I was going through. And then when I got into ultra marathons, I found a community. And Mm, what I loved about it was I could push myself to these, to these points of exhaustion. And then I'd find a second wind or a third or fourth or fifth wind. And it felt like I was escaping to a higher level. And I was surrounded Mm. by people that had that similar drive. And it just, it, it created this like unsatiable appetite for like mileage. I want to go farther. I want to go farther. And now I look for, I mean, my runs now are like, I look forward to them. I dream about them. I just Mm -hmm. on the trail and run and escape. And that feeling of running downhill is almost the point of flying. Like I feel Mm -hmm. weightless. Mm -hmm. I love that. How far have you run? What is the longest run you've ever had? I did a 50 mile race mm-hmm. and I placed third and nice. that was probably one of, yeah, that was like, it was the best run I've ever had. And I'm just, I'm trying to get back there. And now I've had a daughter. So I'm, I'm kind of starting all over again. I, I wasn't one of those athletes that just bounces back quick from pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I gained a considerable amount of weight mm-hmm. and, juggling a career and motherhood I don't have the time to spend like I used to on the trails so Mm -hmm. now running is such a precious moment of my day that I try to maximize my mileage Mm -hmm. yeah so um, I'll get back there one day yeah I mean and there's seasons I've absolutely I've been there where I had a lot of restrictions when I was having babies and uh, yeah it was hard hard to go in and out of shape uh I had four Four, well, five pregnancies, one in heaven, and then four kids, and then trying to raise them. And it's just a juggling act like you're talking about. But I think you do appreciate the time that you have to run or to yourself when you have an opportunity to run. And I know a lot of people stroll or run too. But um, in a way, it sounds like your, um, your journey you know, when you were first running, you were kind of in fear of losing your job. And then you kind of talked about how you 
you know, you started craving running and running. It almost sounds like it became more of a spiritual thing for you more than just, you know, a Zen and a decompression and all that, but like a more of a higher plane of living. I kind of like that. Let's talk about that a little more. Oh, absolutely. It's like I can show up to the trailhead and I'll have the weight of everything going on in my life, thoughts, stresses. And then by mile eight, it's like everything just gets real narrowed down to simplicity. It's like Mm. all I have to do is put one foot in front of the other and just breathe. And I start listening to what's going on on the trail. I feel the wind in my face and it just, it grounds me back to reality that like everything is okay. And I get to just experience this moment for what it is. And I don't have to worry about social implications or a task ahead of me. It's just, it's simple and it's beautiful. Mm, I love that. I feel that too. I love that you're talking about trail running to others that I've talked to, you know, and it could be the trail, it could be the roads, it could be the track. It's wherever you want to find that time I do think running has a way of like grounding us and helping us see like just like everything else falls away. Running is hard. And I think it puts everything into perspective. Like a dirty diaper doesn't seem to be a big deal anymore. Like, (laughs) like the work stresses and stuff like you're talking about. I, I think we sometimes get so wrapped up in the worry that we we're not present and you really have to, especially on trails, you have to be very present or you're going to trip and fall. Like, I mean, you have to focus and concentrate on what you're doing at the time. And so I think additionally, trail running is even more beneficial to be in nature too. So. Yeah. You can't carry very much weight when you're out on the trail. It seems to just fall off with every step. Yeah. Mentally. And I love that. I really like that component of it for sure. Well, I so appreciate you being willing to talk to me and um, share your thoughts and your life and some of your story with the people that are listening in. Maybe they can glean some, you know, inspiration from you. And uh, you can learn to love running, even if you started with it being kind of hard. It sounds like very fearful and, and, and difficult when, when people start and some people hate it, but some people learn to love it and it can be done. So Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Okay, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at the blonde runner with an E and coach Laura Erickson. And that's L O R A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it. So you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends until next time. Live well.